Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors. Order your Renault 191 today and avail of low APR finance, cashback and three-year servicing. Visit Blackstone Motors today or see blackstonemotors.ie. You're very welcome to Tuesday afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Later on in the show, Sinead Kelly, our vet, is with us. Christmas time and your pets. Lots of sound advice. And she's a few suggestions if you'd like to buy a gift for your four-legged friend. Declan Bailey's here. You know, Deck, our tech man. Gadgets and gizmos for Christmas. By God, has he some list lined up. If you haven't bought yet for somebody in your life, you'll want to hear what Declan has to say. We have our Christmas cuties competition. We have songs. We have chat. But first off on the show, Today, I'm joined by a really talented crew in their own right. They've been with me on Late Lunch before, previously and individually. Today, they're back as a family with Christmas Day a week away and families gathering to celebrate. Kunak Oshin and Erica McGann are here to recall the McGann clan Christmas memories and reflect on their wonderful success as writers. McGann's, you are so welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Kunak, this has been a while in the making, hasn't it? Honestly, when did we, we broached this <laughs> some time ago, didn't we? We did. A couple of years ago, Jerry. Yeah. We were determined to do it. To do it. And today is the day. I'm today all excited. Today is the day. <laughs> I really am. And you know that song two out of three ain't bad, is it? Made love. Three out of five it's ain't bad. It's not bad at all. Because there's five years, isn't there? There are five Who are the us, other two? Yeah. So there's, we have two other brothers, Marek and Darius. And what do they do? What's their... Uh, Marek, he's in the middle of the family and he's a psychology lecturer down in Limerick. Fantastic. And Darius is the baby of the family, but he's the... Tallest. tallest six foot three um, and he works in sound and he's also a composer okay and you think he might have done a little work experience in LMFM might he in I his think day he might have you done think way back in the day back yes. when you're in the old um, Bowen Centre yeah, yeah interesting little link there as well so we say hello to them this afternoon and I have to say happy Christmas and all the best for the new year to your mum Eileen I know her well because I live near you where we are <laughs> down on Ballamacenny Road there and I want to say that to her today um, look I suppose Christmas time, it is. It is the most fantastic and magical time of the year for everybody. But you as a family, Christmas Day is extra special to you. Tell me why. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, yes. yes, sorry, <laughs> because we mentioned it earlier. Yeah, so our dad died when we were very young. I was about 10 and you guys were I was 15 teenagers. And I know she was 17. Yeah, yeah. And on 
Christmas Day. On Christmas he Day, although away. in on, that's, that's, <laughs> grasp me on it, but on Christmas evening, so in fact, we'd had the whole family together, which we hadn't had for a while because I think Oshin had just gone off to college. Is that right? Mm. Uh, actually, no. Um, so what I'm talking about, nineteen, so second year in college. Second yeah. year in college. Sex so, so we kind of didn't college. often have the whole family in the house together. So in fact, yes. we had the whole day together. Mm. Um, but he died that evening. And he yeah. So, away so it's a real family day for us now. You know, mm. but you really celebrate the Christmas. We we celebrate it. Oh yeah. Way overboard on the Christmas. It's really important to make Christmas a happy time. Yes. You know, uh, I think the year after he died was particularly difficult. But since then, Christmas has been a big, big deal in our house. Mm. We go all out, Jerry. Do Lots you? of presents, all the traditions. We love it. We really yeah. make a big deal at Christmas. <laughs> and your dad was Brendan. That was his name. Was yeah. I remember yes. him today and remember mm. him fondly, of course, as well. So what was it always like this? You know, let's step back with all of you to your childhoods and early memories of Christmas. Did Eileen and Brendan and everyone make this special every year? Yes, we did. Yeah, I think we always. Yeah. Love we Christmas. always did, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like and, what? Um, well, uh, Santa for us, obviously, you know, as, for any children, is a big deal. And you know, in different houses, Santa leaves presents in different places. So for mm-hmm. us, it was always at the foot of the bed. So you'd wake wrapped, up, yeah, wrapped up, yes, and, and ridiculously early, paper. you would wake up and you'd feel around with your foot to see if yeah. you crinkle. <laughs> and if you heard the rustle, um, that meant he. And you had to have, you know, there'd be the, the crinkle of the presents, and then of course you'd be checking your your sock, your stock- mm-hmm. not the, the stocking, your sock. It was an actual sock. <laughs> for, sock. Yeah, and it always had the lump at the bottom for the mandarin, <laughs> which was always the bottom of the sock. <laughs> always the mandarin and the yes. four color pen. We always got a four color. Yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah and those were the things and and no matter what time it was that's when it started so sometimes four o'clock in the morning oh do you remember the day we woke up at one o'clock in the morning and i remember my poor mother coming back in at about three going please for the love of god will you all go back to sleep please we were having none of it (laughs) <laughs> 1 a.m. Oh, t- yeah. Well, oh, yeah, it was you can imagine five kids once they're up. That's you know, the house is loud. Yeah. How did you settle back? Or did you steal? Did Not you really. Back? No, no, Jerry. It was no. a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We just stayed up and stayed up until we were all overtired, yeah. and that was a super fun day for mum, I'm sure. Mum and dad finish off the day post traumatic stress. You know? <laughs> but obviously, Santa did this thing as usual, and the presents came. Mm. Can you remember a, a gift that you got that was really special to you? We'll go through each. Oshin, what about yourself? The best Christmas gift that Santa ever brought to you? Uh, oh, that's a tricky one. Did you get the Millennium Falcon for you Christmas? Not for Christmas. I think I got it for my sure? birthday. I got the X Wing fighter. Oh, but I was a huge Star Wars fan, so I think a few years in a row I got some kind of Star Wars present, um, and I built up quite the collection. But uh, I don't know. There was yeah, there were loads of things, but I think the X Wing fighter was one of the the big ones. One of the, the one that, that was the first time I got a, an actual thing from a film. Yes, you know, <laughs> and it was like this is like this is like a thing in the film, and this is special. It's not just a toy. Um, so I think that's probably that would stand out in my mind as one of the best I remember being jealous of the boys getting Star Wars toys the Star Wars toys were always awesome and the girls never asked for them back in those days it's all different now but yeah actually I think I got I would have got the the Alpha Probe of the year before this Fisher Price space shuttle which was Mm. brilliant actually Mm. but I'd wanted a Star Wars spaceship and couldn't get one, so I got this Fisher Price thing, and it actually the figures were the same size and everything. So it ended up being one of the toys I played with with the Star Wars stuff. Right, but uh, yeah, but it was it was like oh right. That's great. That's a spaceship. <laughs> but it's not from the film. I got the Wendy House. Or did you, did you oh, get it? And I no, got you got the Wendy House. Oh, I got There you go. Because it was the Wendy I tell you house. something, I woke amazing. up when Santa was trying to get the Wendy House through the door and it took him a while. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. And like, it was the there sounds. waking up and it was a red... 
uh, Wendy House with like white windows and little, you know, that that clear plastic stuff. Yeah, it was like a cloth real windows. Mm. And uh, oh my God, that was magic, absolute magic. Kunak, you actually caught a little glimpse of the great. Do you know, I never saw him, I just heard. heard And and as soon as he realised I was waking up, he retreated. And then I pretended to be asleep. And then I had to keep my eyes really closed shut while he brought it in. Yes, because you see, nobody sees him. You know, that's the great thing about it. He's there and he does it and he leaves those presents. Well, we all knew if you open your eyes and see him, he won't leave any presents. So You're in real trouble. My eyes were screwed shut, I can tell you. <laughs> so the Wendy house here, Kuna. I have to say, do you know, one of the best presents I ever got, and it sounds so simple now, was the Guinness Book of World Records. And I remember getting it. Oh, I remember being so excited. And it wasn't my real, you know, my main present. It was an extra surprise from Santa. And I just remember reading and just soaking it all up. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I was a child of simple tastes. Mm, sorry. But you know something? That book was a very special book. It really was. And going through all the different mm. records in it. And if you saw anyone, I can remember from my childhood looking for somebody maybe from the area that had set a record and got into the book. Did you ever see anybody oh, wow. from the area? No, I didn't know anyone. Well, they were all from lofty places, Jerry, well, most I, of the time. Can I tell you about Your a man? There's a man and he's deceased a while called Roger Ryan. He was a great angler and his sons were all great anglers to follow him. And Roger was from William Street in Drogheda. Mm -hmm. And he was in the sports section under angling for having caught the heaviest mackerel off Clawherhead Pier. No way. How about that for a bit of information for you? I never even, I mustn't have spotted that one. I would have been thrilled. I can imagine the picture of the mackerel now. (laughs) Kunak, <laughs> it was before your time that was like, when I'm talking about. But we had, it used to have the program, the record breakers. That's as well. right. So kind of you could connect it to. It's like oh, that's so what Roy Castle. That's right. Yes, yes, absolutely. And so listen, don't run it down. It was a tremendous. <laughs> yeah, it tremendous. really was. I just remember being surprised by it and then loving it. I think some of the best Santi presents you get aren't the things that you mm. ask for. You put in yeah. your letter. You maybe get a little something in your stocking. I remember little, little uh, erasers and sharpeners and things that I used to love mm. when I was that age and find them at the bottom of the stocking there was, there was, was the, the real extra thrill, little thrill of it. Yeah. do you know what I'm just thinking I'm thinking you guys could be in that book you know for the most talented family of writers and illustrators that ever lived yes are you listening in yeah, also the Kardashians since we're just a dynasty <laughs> come on Oshin they're not in the same league as you, crew. Will you quit? Don't they've go. got a few more, Bob? Don't uh, well, yeah. of course they do. Of course they do. So. But what is money when you have? You know what we're talking about here? Those memories and the enjoyment of growing up and childhood. In Christmas, did the bill? You know the way today, like Halloween. Mm. Even before Halloween, mm. we're away. Mm. In, in your time, no, was there a defined time when Christmas took off and it all began? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, we still have a thing about putting up the tree. That, mm. was, that kind of would set, start setting things off. I can't mm. remember if there was a particular day. We didn't do necessarily the traditional. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'd say it'd probably be around the 8th of December. I think there was that's the traditional day yes. for putting up the trees, yes. isn't it? Yeah. And I think that used to be the case in our house and, and we'd be maybe a bit sluggish about it even yeah. sometimes. So, so Christmas both our didn't really kick full off. Time and yes. dad were, would our, we'd have been away a lot. So we, yeah. all, we were always late getting that stuff together. Mm. So I think that was the first. Are you traditional people still you're young folk do you, do you still retain that tradition or is it getting earlier in your own um, lives today 
Uh, I definitely think I I I I okay. I'm the one that's pushing for like Christmas stuff usually. I think once no, once Halloween over is over, I think that's fair enough. I'm like once we're past it's fair the Halloween game, holiday, yeah. next holiday is on. Yeah. So oh. usually I'm st- I'm bringing up the in, Christmas in stuff very house, early. In my house now at home with my boys, we don't put the tree up until the first of December because mm-hmm. it's too much. I think there's okay. too much excitement, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so the first of December is when we can kind of let rip the full on start mm. watching the Christmas movies yeah, yeah. and mm. and all that sort of stuff. But you think mm. it's fair game, Erica? Once well, Halloween's like, okay, over. The tree's too far, but say yeah. first of December for the tree, right? But like the bill, you know, we can start talking about it and bringing it up, and you Erica's know, and I can start. I do start the Christmas tunes early. They start early. Erica doesn't have kids, so she's the one going to. Are we starting with the presents yet? Yeah, when sure, you whenever want, I want. Any suggestions what people want for Christmas? She doesn't have to dampen down break. expectations from Halloween on. Yeah. Whereas our exactly. the um yeah with us the, the tree kind of goes up. I suppose a few a few weeks before we have the the, kill, the, the kids childminder. Um, they put theirs up before the, the toy show. Yes. And then from that point on, our daughters are pestering us. Like, when are we putting ours up? So we had we got ours up early-ish this year, but we also got a kitten this year, and she's destroyed the thing. <laughs> so we've actually now, it's half taken down. Like it's, it's like one of these things you see in a post-apocalyptic, like, deserted house. It's just stuff hanging off it, and it, needs, it, it needs a scary clown standing beside it to complete it now. It's you just should have been listening. Sinead Kelly, ironically, is in later today, our resident vet, uh-huh, and she was yeah. talking about this last visit, and he said, oh my god if you brought a cat into your house this year you're going to know all about it yeah, and well, we had a cat but she never she never, never attacked the Christmas tree but this, this one, one just climbs up through it and, and dislodges everything on it so mm-hmm. Oshin McGann is a cat that doesn't like Christmas he had a she l- loves Christmas she's, <laughs> this is like she's the best thing she's ever had <laughs> Just a pity she sold this drug. But yeah. look, you have boys, is it, Kuna? Two boys, yeah. And Oshin? Uh, boy and two girls. Okay, so, and, and ages, they're, they're, they're young? Are they, are mine are the very similar in age to Oshin's two youngest, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then we have an 18-year-old as well now. All right, so you have the, the different ends of the spectrum. Come back to your own house and five of you, and it has to be a busy house at Christmas time. Did you write the letters? Did everyone oh, go? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Chimney, yeah. in those yeah. days. Because we, we had the proper yeah, fire, you yeah. know, yeah. which was gorgeous. And you wrote your letter and you put it above. I always thought it was amazing the way mum and dad could make the the letters go up the chimney. We didn't understand convection. (laughs) (laughs) We had a lot to learn. Yes. I often wondered did it actually make it up the top yeah, of the chimney the way, I, 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 I assumed it was magic yeah, it, yeah. Always it, went, it seems to whatever worked. way it just gets mm. there yeah. it's the normal but well, isn't it magic isn't it magic all the boys and girls who've written the letters this year again and they've mm. gone on their way to the mm. North Pole yeah. they've so and many ways to send them now yeah yeah, yeah. there's yeah. like the local post office yeah, yeah. everything yeah it's great but, but with you it was the chimney and away did you always get what you made the request for I don't think I, I was ever know. disappointed on Christmas Day. I, I think, think we, we were all... fairly modest in our requests. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, think, that, I think was, that was made clear. With any when we family, were I think you like, kind oh, of talk it out. It was a huge thing back in our day to ask for a surprise. Yeah. Oh, huge yeah. thing. Loads of kids asked for just surprises. Dear yeah. Santa, yeah. can yeah. I have a surprise, please? And they were, you know, justly rewarded. Rewarded for it. Yeah. Was it? You mentioned being up at one a.m. So we've jumped this question already. Was it hard to control the excitement on the Christmas Eve? Yes. You never think you're going to fall asleep. No. No. The pressure of falling asleep <laughs> yes. when you knew you could you wouldn't get anything till you fell asleep, but then you couldn't fall asleep because you were so excited about yeah. getting stuff. It was yeah. like a terrible. And our kids are the too. same now. So we'll never fall asleep. Yeah. Oh yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'll be falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fantastic. Yeah. I want to head to our first break of the afternoon on Late Lunch. Kunak, Erica and Oshin Megana with me on Late Lunch. Do you hear them there babbling away in the background? And remember, there's three of them here today. Can you imagine that poor woman, Eileen and Brendan, dealing with five of them on Christmas Day and Christmas morning and beyond as well? Christmas Day itself, when you got up at whatever time and you opened your presents and you were all delighted, etc. How did the Megan Day take shape? What happened then? Uh, we'd usually, once we got our presents opened... And we went down and we had our breakfast and, uh, oh, our granny used to come in. We had a granny mm, live yes. next door in the granny flat and she'd come in and we'd exchange presents with her. And then it was out, on, out in the street to show off your new bike or your yeah. new roller skates or mm. something like that. And then a big Christmas dinner smack bang in the middle of the day. The full works, turkey, ham... Roasties, you name whole, it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Best, best dinner of the best dinner of the year. You're yeah. one serving of sprites that year. <laughs> <laughs> oh she. That was, come it was on. all you needed, just the one. Just, that was it. And none for me, thanks. Annual sprout. Did you detest the sprout? <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't too bothered. It was just like you kind of got through it. Yes. Kuna, I don't you know why I had to be there, but I hate did. them. Hate them. Erica, cabbage balls. I love them. Love them. Okay, so you're a spread. You can't judge because you don't eat any vegetables. Well, that's, mm. that's not true, Erica. So. I have my own spreads in the back time. garden this year. I'm <laughs> delighted, actually. Actually, did it not become an acquired taste over the years? It is an acquired yeah. taste. Yeah. No, I'm a conscientious objector. Sorry, Jerry. Stir fry them. I, I kind of use it as a kind of delayed gratification for the rest of the meal. So <laughs> you just eat the spreads because you're readying yourself for the nice stuff. <laughs> So look, games then. If you, I presume you got games as gifts for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, did you yeah. play yeah. games? We would have yeah. played all the old school games. I think Monopoly would have been a big, mm. a big hit in our house. I think we would have played things like drafts and Ludo, Ludo. There was a lot of drafts, yeah. things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. the old school old games. games. Yeah, yes. and Luke actually. Um, Four in a row. What was oh. that one? Connect four. Connect, Connect four. four. We played that for yes. Um, yeah, yeah, there was yeah. one we played, which was kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons game, but it was just straightforward. Oh, yeah. Hero Quest. Mm. Right. And two or three years in a row. We, we, I think we were kind of teenagers or older by the time we started playing that, and that was for whatever reason we get fits of the giggles towards the end because it was all kind of heroic. You know, you had to name your character and that, and I can't. Yeah, mom used to love it. We, when we just, all got yeah. fits of the giggles. <laughs> um, mom. Was the was the rivalry like? Was it competitive? Well, Monopoly got fairly yeah. uh, stroppy yeah. now towards the end, I'd say. Get but it. I think it does for everyone, doesn't mm. it? It does. Capitalism yeah. brings it out. I tell you, it's just oh, and yeah. trivial pursuit trivial gets fairly contentious oh, yeah. still. Yeah. yeah. So to be a champion in the McGann household was oh, a real no. badge of honour, was it? No, it well, yeah. No, oh, it, it was more the argument, but there wasn't a regular champion. It was more just who won the argument about it. Really, that was more important. McGanns will argue about anything. We'd go off and find documentation to back up our arguments. That was before the internet. Yeah, their in-laws now when they come round they sit back and watch in <laughs> horror well, Sinead Brazel my producer knows you guys and she's in there up off the seat with her thumbs up when you're saying <laughs> they'd argue about anything under the sun so she's not wrong well there's a not I think wrong, the, no. the, the aneurysm and embolism argument is still going <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway talking about games mm. look what yeah. I've just produced here for you <laughs> let me grab hold of it and just see as it switched it's on like the hand of death listen <laughs> Folks, do you know what that oh. is? Anyone care to take a guess it's what I have the world's most pleasant sound. <laughs> I have a little game called Buzz Off. Do you remember this? Yeah, it's yeah, 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 a little bit of panic from the sound. It haunts you my nightmares. Like <laughs> um, it's, it's the same noise as Operation, actually. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, it yeah. is, oh, it is. Operation. In fact, it's that like somebody could just cut off his hand and said, you can work your way around it. <laughs> can I tell you a little, into a little secret? I had a Buzz Off upstairs, and when this morning we put the batteries in... We were in panic 
because the <laughs> original one doesn't work. So Arshanaid was on the uh, World Wide Web immediately <laughs> and we, at great expense, sourced a brand new buzz off just for you McGann's coming here today. Here it is again. That's very kind. Okay, so who's going to... Well, should this be an age thing? Oh, I forgot yes. to ask you. Who's the senior member of the clan? I'm the oldest. You are I'm the shortest boy now. Okay. Uh, and are you getting shorter? No, no, just the other two. Just the, the other two taller. just wouldn't quit. Um, <laughs> Who's the youngest? Uh, Dar- Darius. Darius is the youngest, and, then Erica. and Darius is the tallest. Okay, and so where do you four. come, Kuna? So I'm after Oshin. Yes, and and then Marek, and then me. Okay, so we know now where the clan exists. So I'm trying to just try and assess it here. Who am I going to give this to first? Erica, it's going to be you first. <laughs> No, no, I'll I tell you what. Erica got to practice and we she didn't. Did. I had a wee practice. Oh, she's the off. The so argument has started already, yeah. Jerry. Yeah. Did you notice that? Already. Erica, you had a little practice there mm-hmm. on the break. So what I want you to do, when I tell you to go ahead, I have the stopwatch on here. I, I, so I'm going to actually... Um, time you right and when we hear the first buzz that will be you know that'll be your time so if you want to go very carefully that's up to you but as soon I as I hear the buzz okay wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. here we go are you ready don't, don't cheat her okay yeah. don't go. Like handshake or anything go. stop stop looking yeah, go on stop she's never going to get past you did you touch it <laughs> She did did you actually touch it? I did way better on the uh, right. You were well, looking okay. right at me. Okay, will I, stop, will I stop it and reset? That was. I'm going to use a different no, strategy. Put it, put it beside the microphone there the, that, that we can hear it. Okay, okay. that was 11 seconds. You managed 11 <laughs> seconds. That's I'm going to start... Right don't, 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 don't deride this yet. <laughs> Kunak, hold on a second. So wait till I tell you now. Ready? Okay. Are you ready to go? So I'll count it in. Three, two, one, go. Oh, it's oh. up over the thumb, over the thumb. Oh, oh, she touched it. <laughs> Kunak McGann. And you were laughing at your sister. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you need to laugh no more. She has the last laugh. That was six seconds. I was, but I, I covered a lot of ground. Yeah, I think it's... I know you did. We're talking distance, aren't we, rather well, than time? Well, 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 we, well, hold on a minute. We, we, we might have a second. It's a marathon, run. not a sprint. Okay. Okay, Oshin McGann, are you ready? Now let me reset this. When I count you in, three, two, one, go. Okay. Stop laughing. Oh, come on. She's halfway up the thumb when you put it on. I don't have to move it quicker than that. I'm listening. That's it. Oh, oh. A touch. you did a touch. Can I stop you there? You did a little touch there. But on the, on, on the first run, on the first run, Oshin. <laughs> The first run. You are the winner of the first <gasps> run because you got around 13 seconds before you actually buzzed, okay? okay so right. I'll tell you what we're going to do, just to be fair. We'll do it once more. Back to you at the beginning again. I'm going to give you another chance because you're a moaning about this already and <laughs> I don't want moaning McGann's this Christmas time on my show. I can Nobody just imagine the tension out does. across me the loud <laughs> now this ta- as they listen to this. Okay, now this time I'm going to tell you, this is in the shape of a hand they're trying to get round with the little metal thing without touching it. So I'm not going to time you this time, but I'm going to watch. And it's my observation to see how far you go. So I'll count you in again. It's okay. Erica McGann, the tension in the studio. I think Three, we need some sports two, commentary here. one, go. And she's up over the thumb, going Stop around to the narrating. tip of the thumb. There's, there are people listening to this. They can't see a thing. They this is just the like two pieces oh, of wire. She's around the thumb. It's like, it's like, almost like kind of trying to defuse a bomb. Oh, oh she almost got around the first finger. Okay. Second up, Kunak, you're back in. So now, Kunak, you have to start from the same side, the thumb side as well. Kunak McGann, 
Your sister <laughs> got just round the second finger all around the thumb. Kunak began. Three, two, one, go. Just imagine you're trying to defuse oh. a bomb. Oh, she didn't even get round <laughs> half the Thanks, bomb. Jerry. Jerry, this is radio. No one would have known that. Yeah. Okay. Oshin, you're defending oh, your you're defending your title <laughs> now. Yeah. Okay. And so and here what, we go. Oshin McGann with buzz off. Three, two, one. You can't count faster and rush me. Oh. That's no. Oh, oh no. The right. winner. Four. That was four. I'm only pretty good at this. this Erica right. McGann. They've thrown the game at me here. Yeah. They've thrown the game back at me. You see that? Take you, it. You see the way I caused trouble with this crowd? <laughs> I didn't expect this coming in. Anyway, sure, it's a bit of fun. But it's one of those simple little games, buzz off. <laughs> uh, what other game? You know, you mentioned Monopoly or that, Bookaroo. Did somebody say that as well? I Quickly, we anything ever, else? No, you know what? We never, we never Bookaroo. Had we always Bookaroo wanted Bookaroo. Bookaroo, Bookaroo was, was very it. fancy now. Yeah. 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 Very the only fancy. rich families had Bookaroo. Games. I think we might have had a game of Twister in the house. No, we had Body, Body Boggle. Boggle. <gasps> Body Boggle. Which was way more boring looking because it's letters rather than colours. You had to make a word with your Eileen, Eileen, they said it was boring. They didn't tell you that when they were children. They were absolutely delighted. Stay with us on Late Lunch because these guys are the most talented writers and illustrators and we're going to talk a little more seriously about what they do in their careers this Christmas time with the McGann's after the break. Kunak, Erica and Oshin McGann are with me on Late Lunch and they're recalling their memories of Christmas. But you do know, I said at the beginning... This is the most talented bunch of people I think I've ever had in the studio simultaneously because sitting beside me, no pressure, sitting beside me is a bundle of books attributed across the board here to the three of them and you would like to give Oshin this special gift pack and they're going to sign these books, they're collector's items, away today. Yeah. So now, they have to work for it. They have to do I, something. I think this. we need to go for a Christmas theme yes, question. Go on. So uh, the question for you is who wrote the story, The Christmas Carol? Now, there's your question today from Oshin McGann. They're going to sign them their own books here, and it's one little pile one, two, three, four, five, six. There's a half a dozen books here. They're classics, signed by the authors as well. Text your answers now to 086-1800-658 or you can WhatsApp it as well straight away. It's for free. WhatsApp your name and details and the answer, A Christmas Carol. Who wrote that classic? We want to know. Let's talk a bit about yourselves and what you're up to and what you have been up to in the last year. Oshin, my God, you are a prolific man when it comes to writing books. How many have you so far? I was looking uh, at you this morning. As, as a writer, 37. Yeah, I lost count. Thank you very much. Really. <laughs> I, I give up when I got the 30. I said he'll tell me himself when he's here. 37. Yeah. Look, you had actually other ambitions because I know Erica the last day when she was in with me told me that she wanted to be a vet. You wanted to be something else, sort of related. Uh, when I was in school, I wanted to be a zoologist. But I, I'd always wanted to be a writer and illustrator, but I didn't think they were proper jobs. So they're still not proper jobs. <laughs> um, but I, I thought it, well, it should be something. And my, my parents both had kind of scientific backgrounds and I was interested in science. And I thought, well, what am I interested in? Like animals, I'll do... So zoology is the study of animals or wildlife. And um, and I think I held on to that through secondary school makes you take things very seriously. And, and certainly in terms of writing, it makes you focus on essays rather than stories. So I think there was a there was a part of me kind of said, right, it's time to get real. You need to have a proper job. But I, I still thought that was chasing, you know, it was the David Attenborough type of zoology. It was chasing elephants around the <laughs> Serengeti or tigers in the jungles of India, you know. So it wasn't. It wasn't kind of looking at the, the frogs in a canal. Yes. That real zoology, most people spend their time the doing. the big stuff. So, yeah. 
Um, and it, and I think at the same time, I was still vision, envisioning myself, you know, drawing animals or writing stories about the stuff. So um, uh, there was an adventurous part of that that I really kind of aspired to, but I was still writing stories. So mm. um, I hung on to it for a while, I think. And then I had a, it, at one point, I think I went to a careers evening and I heard from, uh, I visited some people talking about an art college and I thought, well, I was mad into comics at the time. So yeah. actually what I'd really like to be is a comic artist and writer. Yes. Um, and that was it. Um, Bally Fermit and then on to Dun Leary and Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and I, I still can remember that day when I was, I think it was a few weeks into Bally Fermit and I realised I'm never going to have to do a maths class again. <laughs> um, and I think that's one thing that would have put me off the science is they're having to do maths. <laughs> So he doesn't do the numbers, is that right? And the rest is that he became an illustrator. This is what calculators are for. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. And you don't even need a calculator now. All you need is this bloody thing yeah. here that I have beside me. So illustration and then writing and away you yeah. went. You went to London for a wee while, didn't you, and came back? Yeah, so I, I wasn't sure whether to do the writing illustration. For me, the two always came together. And um, I... I, I suppose I thought that I at least I knew with illustration you show somebody a picture and you yeah. find out if they want you to draw them something. So I thought, well, that's closer to a trade. I can imagine how you might make a living from that. Yes. Whereas I didn't know any kind of professional writers, really. Um, I didn't know how you went about making a living from that. So I, I focused on that f at first and went to art college. Um, mm. And uh, it, it takes a special kind of Egypt to think you can make a living from that while you go to try and make a living from writing. But... Um, I was nothing if not persistent. Uh, so yeah, I went to um, I went to London. I worked in animation. I worked in advertising in London. Um, but my first year in London, I spent as a security guard. You mm. know, so watching yeah. trains and hospitals. Mm. Um, so you end up with a very interesting CV. Of course, um, and you do have to be particularly stubborn. To <laughs> but stick look with where it. you are now, and you, you you do what needs be at the time, and everybody does to get ah, yeah, where yeah. you want to be in the long run. Yeah, and you yeah. are where you are now. Yeah, so you just gonna keep your eyes on what you yeah, want. Yeah, and you're a wonderful success. Last time, Erica, you were here with me. We were talking about uh, your third book, Cass and the Bubble Street Gang, mm -hmm. had just been published. Well, mm -hmm. what's been happening since? What's in the pipeline? Uh, another Cass book. Oh, That's, fantastic! Yeah, just finishing up. Yay! Yeah, yeah. And uh, that'll be. Uh, out uh, February, I think, um, before World Book Day. We have a date. Uh, yeah, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> it's, is the fourth of February? No, no, no. That's no. We have a date. You know what? It's before March. It's okay. It's early, it's <laughs> One of those months. You know what? It's first of March. I think it's first of March. She is I'm all honest. over this. She knows exactly what's going on. See, once that, once my bit's done, I don't need to worry about the dates. So I don't remember them. But then I have um, actually two picture books next year as well. Okay. Um, which would be a first for me. Not not non illustrated by me. Um. But uh, so yeah, so it'll be a busy year next year. Mm. So I'm really excited about it. And the juices are flowing, and the stories are there, and the inspiration. Yeah, always, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's, yeah. I mean, you, you can't really publish enough books for your ideas. Yeah, I guess is the problem. Yeah, you've been yeah. throwing them out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely. It's been a busy year this year, and it'll be another one next mm. year. So yeah. Was the was the brother beside you a big influence? You know the. Yeah. 
<laughs> I always say this to these. I'm like, don't tell him this. But you know, I always thought, I always thought, like, um, I like that. I never, I, I wanted David Attenborough's job as well, except I took it more seriously and I did a degree in animal yeah. behavior and went all for it. Um, but I so I took up writing kind of later. Um, but Oshin, I think, had been writing for eight or nine years by the time I took it up. And I do tell this, you know, to the kids, I'm like, don't tell him this. But I thought, you know, if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah, so uh, it, it, but it made it like Oshin said, we didn't meet writers when we were a kid, yes. and it didn't seem like a plausible job to write fiction and um, and having somebody you know knowing somebody who who did it for a job made it seem mm. much more plausible yeah. so yeah having, it definitely had a big influence having spent my life training myself to do this and then your sisters come on and go oh yeah I could do that too <laughs> 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 how hard could it be you know you shouldn't have made it look easier <laughs> like we yeah. all heard where it began around the Christmas table and in the house when your children as well the way it rubs off as well yeah. now I say to you again the last day you were here with me I'll remember that interview for a long, <laughs> long time. And I, it's the, I have to make an admission here. I never gave that book away to anybody. <laughs> I'm delighted to hear that, Jerry. I'm I glad kept, you're enjoying it. I kept it for myself. <laughs> it's my prized possession and I'm never letting it go. A to Z of being Irish. We had some fun that day, hadn't we? We sure And we did. better mention your co-conspirator who was with Sarah you. Sarah Cassidy, that's Sarah right. Sarah was with yeah. you on that day. My partner in crime. Uh, volume two. Well, I tell you, we're 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 throwing away some around some ideas, okay. Jerry. So I'm hoping that okay. we might come back in to see you again next year, maybe. Of the three you here, were you the the later comer to this of the other two, um, or were you at this yourself? Uh, it's a, a, I was kind of in the middle because actually I wrote a children's book. Uh, which was published back in 2009 called yeah. The Train Driver which is a very sort of early okay. reader and I wrote that that was published after Oshin uh, started to get yes. published and then I didn't write anything for a long time after that because I had I was at home with the kids and trying to keep up and trying to keep the enough house stories clean, to be stuff. told never mind writing <laughs> exactly. them I know and then and then Erica started and then I suppose I swung in then <laughs> swung into action a couple of years ago with the with Red the nonfiction. Rover, Red yeah. Rovers, exactly. One, so my it? mine so the, the they write fiction primarily and mine is non fiction. So You're an observer of life and people. Oh, that's and very <laughs> that's a very nice way of putting it, Jerry. I like it. Yes. I'm going to put that on my next book Thank underneath you. my name. An observer of yeah. life. I like it. Yes, you, in are. Quotes. Yeah. you are. Yeah, I suppose a kind of light hearted look at, yeah, at, yeah, at life. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. is. You get on well. It's quite yeah, obvious. Mostly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to really. <laughs> There's a laid back quality to you all, if you don't mind me saying. I get that impression. Or we, I think we get on pretty well. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. We do. We, we, I, I don't think we'd ever kind of have run-ins. We argue all the time. Yes. The yeah. argue all the time. It's debating. It but it is debating. It's not like it doesn't get per- Well, no, it doesn't really get personal. <laughs> but like, I'm in the odd time. But it's, it's, more, it's more, you know, making a point. But we will, like, and it, yeah. it, is, it can be scary for outsiders <laughs> to watch us go at it. But there's never been bad blood. Like, we've never fallen out. This, we just no. don't have yes. that kind of thing. But by God, when the arguments are going full force, it's... it's but it's a, like but exercising. It's not yeah. like, you know, it's not... It's sport. Not, yeah, exactly. So you yeah. can walk away from it. It can be hard. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 definitely. We yeah. all know we all have each other's best interests at heart. And I think yeah. that's what it comes down to, really. Mm. You, you, you know and trust them. So you yeah. can go sometimes yes. for full on. And, and the other one, one last thing, just come back to the Christmas. You know when you're off school and the toys you've played with for a few days and normality sort of sets in. Were you cinema goers or did you do anything like that over the Christmas time? Oh, we, we loved our movies. Yeah, not so much the cinema thing, but we loved them. Yeah, we loved yeah, yeah. movies, yeah. Mm. yeah. So some of our favorite, I mean, we went around, around the holidays. Yeah. Santa Claus the movie mm-hmm. back in the olden days, back yes. in the 80s. Well, Scrooge is something we still, I think we Scrooge, we still Scrooge. Watch. We nearly oh, watched yeah, that every yeah. year. Yeah. 
Yes. Every year on Christmas um, Eve we watch Scrooge. But back in the day we were late to the video uh, player game back yes. when we were kids so we, uh, we, you'd have to rent the vi- you know you had to go down and rent the machine and rent the, the, the really? tape. Oh yeah. Yes. For a weekend. Yeah, yeah. For a weekend yeah. you'd rent the video. Yeah. That was a special treat <laughs> renting the video machine. I think your mother had vision. We really splashed out. Yeah she saw what was beyond that and what was coming <laughs> next week. <laughs> we sure sure she did. <laughs> she had some idea. Yeah. No we were the last get DVD player as well. <laughs> yes we were. Very much so. Christmas movie you love oh gosh um the terrible one that you love what terrible one do oh, i love the f- she made us watch the family stone one oh, i love the family stone but it's more of a grown-up um Is christmas it? movie than a classic children's okay. christmas movie i love the santa claus you know the new one yeah tim allen i love that one new. oh and the christmas chronicles this year is fabulous okay. the one on netflix oh i don't watch that one yet. I'm gonna. We we all go for Scrooge as our face, so I'm gonna pick Scrooge because that's, okay. our, that's ah, our Christmas Eve movie. Well, that was gonna be mine. Oh shit! Um, well, I actually we watch we we all we do a kind of a um, there's something Kunak started actually. We we take the kids to a, the cinema yeah before Christmas every year and okay. yeah. the lighthouse. So the lighthouse had them up at Christmas Carol. Uh, oh. So we all went together really, this really year. just at the weekend yeah. there and brought so all. So ask that question again for the book collection from the McGanns. The question today is: Who wrote the story, the Christmas we Carol, want the, to original know. Story, the original story, not the Jim Henson production, <laughs> 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 not the Muppet one? No, for sure. If you answer that, you're wrong. Oh eight six eighteen hundred six five eight by WhatsApp or text. I'm delighted that a plan has come together. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you all, all five of you Aww. in the family and your mum, Eileen, the happiest uh, of Christmases this year and all the best for 2019. You, you are a talented gang. And by the way, they're from Matson Lodge in Drogheda, just in case you were wondering <laughs> what the connection was. They are indeed. Thank you for dropping in today and for this lovely gift pack of books as well. Thanks, Go to and happy Christmas. And happy many Christmas. happy returns to all of you. Thanks a million, McGann's. <laughs> Thank you. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors. Order your Renault 191 today and avail of low APR finance, cashback and three-year servicing. Visit Blackstone Motors today or see blackstonemotors.ie. Let's go for a sleigh ride in the wonderful sleigh ride. Come hurry along with the song in a wintry world to climb. Things are the things we remember all through our lives. Just to 
Magical, isn't it? Yes, the gentlemen of St. Peter's Male Voice Choir from the Christmas album Sleigh Ride. And just reminding you that their new album is on sale. It's fantastic. Happy Together, it's called. And it's available from the St. Peter's Church Shop in Drogheda, Millmount uh, Museum, the Westcourt Hotel, Black's Garden Centre, Tower Records Dublin. And you can buy it on credit card as well. And they've three albums out now. What lovely gift that uh, those would be for people living around the world. And they can organise those to be sent anywhere for you as well. Check them out. St. Peter's Male Voice Choir on Facebook. All the details are there. Now, Sinead, the Christmas cuties are rolling in by the new time. And let me tell you, we have a €100 voucher to give away every day this week, thanks to Dundalk Chamber and their Shop Local voucher promotion this Christmas. Very important, the shop in the town of Dundalk and to support the retailers there. And they've given us €100 each day. We have a winner for Tuesday. And Sinead, this is a very special winner, isn't yes. it? Yes. Will I tell you about the, how special she is first or do you want to hear Let's her first? Let's hear her okay. first. Who okay. is it? Who is it? Just tell us who it is. This is Nisha Sweeney, okay? And we've picked her for today. And she's age seven, okay? okay. So here we go. first day of Christmas, who the kid to me? The partridge and the pear tree on the feet. To Christmas, my through the kitchen. Two daughter ducks and a partridge and a pear tree. On, On the, the third day of Christmas, my through the kitchen be four color burpy fresh head. Two to the ducks and a partridge. Eight, eight. Make it make a saddle strong and swim in sixties. Five golden ring for the golden bird. We find that two to the da and a pop treasure to the pear tree. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> love it. She run- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In there uh, at the end, but she's, she's a brilliant. very special yes. little lady because she is. okay. Uh, Nisha Sweeney is age seven and she's autistic. And Jerry, this story is just amazing. One year ago, that child was nonverbal. Mm. Can you imagine one year ago, not saying a word and told she may never speak? And I was on to her mum on Facebook just to ask a little bit more about her. And she told me that with a little bit of help, uh, speech therapy and that kind of thing, that's where she's gotten to today. So not only is she talking, but she's singing her little heart out there at the 12 days of Christmas. That is just amazing story. It's a Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas miracle. Our hearts are deeply touched. Yes. Here today. They really are. And it's a wonderful, wonderful story at Christmas time. In a year, that child, the progress that she's made, she just had to be our winner today of our Christmas securities. Nisha, well done to you. You're a little star and we loved you and we will continue to love you and we will listen to you in the office all morning and there it is for our (laughs) listeners on late lunch uh, this afternoon. You are the winner of the 100 euro voucher today. Shop local in Dundalk. Thanks to Dundalk Chamber for that. Check it out. You can support uh, over 300 businesses in Dundalk. What an ideal Christmas gift. It would be a gift voucher for those business uh, businesses this Christmas time. Keep the cuties coming to us. How do they send them in, Sinead? Yeah, they can send it via info at lmfm.ie or also through our social at lmfm.ie. Also, you can send them on our Facebook. We've uh, gotten some who are commenting underneath some of our cutie videos. Uh, so they're sending their videos that way and through WhatsApp as well. 086-1800-658 on the WhatsApp. Something I want to mention because this day next week... It's the big day. It's Christmas Day and the gifts will have been opened and at this time of the day a lot of people sitting down to their dinner round about this time as well. I do want to mention something special on Christmas Day. St. Column Kills, East Mead. What a fantastic club they are. They have their goal mile run on Christmas Day. uh, 11 to 12.30 at the club grounds on the Piltown Road there. You can run it, walk it, whatever you want to do. But if you get out there to Column Kills on Christmas Day you'll be supporting Goal. And Goal are a wonderful Irish charity working in the third world and need all the support they can get. We wish them well with that. Got, we'll get lots of Christmas cards. And the pudding, Sinead, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sinead, stop. No, Sinead, don't stop. No, no, please don't laugh at me. We have to, we have a big job to do tomorrow. We it, have it's to. a mighty job you it's have. It's mighty, and it's getting mightier by the hour, all the puddings that have come in. We're going to taste them tomorrow and we're going to shortlist for the women on Friday. Top four, I'd say, we'll pick and we let them crown the best Christmas pudding in the North East this Christmas time, the smell above in the office of uh, of alcohol and brandy and everything else besides is unbelievable. And I just want to mention a Christmas card I got in. 
uh, today and when I saw the envelope I knew who it was from I just love her to my dearest Jerry, wishing you and your family a truly wonderful Christmas may 2019 bring great and exciting things for you thanks for your support through the years and that comes in yes from the wonderful Emer from Broomtown Emer, thank you so much indeed for the lovely card it's pride of place and I'm keeping you're the one I always keep the envelope from it says still my very favourite presenter oh, I'm keeping the, yeah, the, yeah, look at the envelope the Emer thank you so much <laughs> indeed I really really love it and well done on Broomtown you're wonderful and your books are wonderful as well and good best wishes to you for Christmas and the new year anyway time to head to 2.30 break and late lunch and afterwards are you a little bit perplexed what you should buy for somebody with a little bit of technology, you know, Sinead for Christmas? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's people love these things of, and we have a range of options for you. Well, I haven't. Mr. Declan Bailey yes, from the Business Tech Help is the man. Gadgets and gizmos for Christmas after the break. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors. Order your Renault 191 today and avail of low APR finance, cashback and three-year servicing. Visit Blackstone Motors today or see blackstonemotors.ie. Declan Bailey from Business Tech Help is with us on Late Lunch, as is his want every Christmas, and he has some gadgets and gizmos to recommend to you. Declan, happy Christmas to you. Thank you for joining us Happy Christmas, Jerry. Thanks for popping in. We're starting with the TV and the works when it comes to a TV. So you want to bring our attention to this. What's the model, the size, what does it do? Okay, so this is the Panasonic 49-inch Full HD Smart LED TV. So it's a smart TV, but the price point is €399, Euros, 49 inches. That's a good size screen, and you've got everything. It's a full smart TV. Why should I get a smart TV? Well, it's like this. I suppose people are thinking about upgrading that never had a smart TV, and obviously they were always a little bit dearer. But now at 399 I have a 49-inch standard TV at home, and I would look at this now to upgrade my television to get a smart TV. So the smart end of it. So you get the internet and you get all the apps. Is Netflix available on yes. this thing? Because yeah, I have a, d- a dilemma with this at the minute, yeah. what to do. So this is built into this television, yes. is it? Yes, So when you, there's a section on the menu that will bring up apps. So the likes of YouTube would come up, but Netflix as well. So it's literally just like an app on your phone. You click on it and then you would sign into your Netflix account and you've got Netflix. The Netflix account, Netflix have been offered on the Sky platform now. We know that. Yes. Of course, there's a, uh, an increase in the course, subscription yeah. when mm. you go that way. Mm. What's the best way to access N- Netflix, the most cost-effective way? Well, you see, it's not that there is a co- Well, there is a cost-effective way insofar as you look at the plans that they have and you share between family members. So, so if I take out a subscription to Netflix, yep. I can give that to other people? On so many devices. It can be used on so many devices. So for argument's sake, I think there's a plan there at the moment that can be used on three devices. Okay. So that would mean that you're with your smart TV, you're mm. watching Netflix, mm. and your daughter, your son, in their house, is, is watching Netflix as well on your account. Okay. So you would kind of like, whether you split the cost, or you say, look, yeah, log into my... Yeah. yeah, log into mine, and here yes. it is. And there That's it is. good to know, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Because there's so many people now talking about, are you watching Netflix, are you watching this? There's so yes. much on that platform now, of course. isn't there? Yeah. And that's the thing with Sky. I suppose the thing with Sky was that because you could get it through Sky, so for argument's sake, I don't have a smart TV. Mm. I have Sky. So if I didn't have any other way of getting Netflix, now I have it through my Apple TV. But if I didn't, well, there it is. It's built into Sky now. So I don't need a smart TV mm. or an extra device. Okay. So that's the beauty about the Sky end of it. Yes. But with a smart TV, 
you've got the Netflix app, so you just sign into your You account. can go into it that way uh, as well. 399 for 49-inch Panasonic Full HD Smart LED TV. Will that drop in price in the sales? I do. Well, you, think, you know Is yourself, that a sale price? As that is, is a good, think? yeah. I've, though I've looked around and the cheapest I can get a 49-inch smart would be 469. Mm. So 399 is a good price. I don't know. Would you know yourself the January sales? But God, if it went down, I don't know. Mm. 399 is a good price. It's a good size. price in that. And that's available, I know, from Harvey Norman at that. Now, uh, Samsung uh, Galaxy Tab. Talk to me about this. So obviously we want to just put it out there that there is tablets available at a decent price mm. and a decent size. So this one's got a 10.1 inch screen. Mm. It's got 32 gig built into it and it's only €179. Euro. And like the spec is good. It's got 2 gig of RAM and it's got an 8 megapixel camera. So for that size of tablet, if you wanted to buy, have one around the house or whatever, if it's a present, you know, €179, Euro, mm. it's not a bad price for that size. Our tablet still, as I said, and he is one sitting in front of him mm. here on the desk, are they still as popular? You know, when they came out and hit the market, mm. everybody seemed to want one. And then I just noticed people maybe leaving them aside. Where are they now in the in the sphere of things? Uh, yeah, I suppose that's the thing. Really, they have taken over a good bit over the last year from laptops. Okay. Because the laptop is a bit you know, heavier. It can be obviously bigger. But I suppose from a tablet point of view, it's the handiness of it. Mm. You know, you carry its light and all that. But yeah, the sales are still there. Okay. They are still there. And this Samsung is, for the price, is very, very yes. competitive. Yeah, 179. The spec is great for that 179. Okay. Yeah. And you have yeah. plenty of uh, memory and everything. Great yeah. camera on it. Yeah. The whole lot there coming yeah. with that one. Okay. Yeah. What's an Osmo Pocket, please? Tell okay. me. <laughs> so this is DJI, which do the drones. Okay. And they have launched, they have a couple of Osmo products. One of them would be a handheld stabiliser with a video camera built into it. So it's really for the semi-professional people that would be taking video for whatever reason. But this is a new device now they have, the Pocket. It's literally six to seven inches in height, so it's tiny. It's it's for your pocket. Mm. But when you have it in your hand, it's got a full 4K camera on it. And it's fully stabilised. So when you turn it on, the camera stabilises itself and you can walk with it, you can move it around and you don't get the shake. You know the way in your iPhone now you might have built in stabilisation and most people now that would take video, video has become so good now as they're taking it because you've got 4K available, but it's the stability. You get the shake. If you're walking, there's a bit of a shake. This new DJI Pocket now is fantastic. And is it a camera in its own right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a camera in its own right. You turn it on, there's a little one and a half inch LCD display on it so you can see what you're doing from menu-wise and you can see essentially what you're recording but it's not going to work for that. You can attach your phone to it as well. Mm. So there's a clip on the side of it. You can click in an iPhone or an Android phone and then that screen of your phone will take over to see what the camera is actually recording. But it's full 4K now, 4K, 4K. It has all the settings, you know, full HD, 1080p. But... The beauty about this is it is three-axis gimbal, so it's totally stabilised. Okay. So for argument's sake, you could sit it on a tripod mm. and it will take fantastic panorama shots, but it will also take panoramic time lapses. So you would have seen them now where the actual camera moves from left to right extremely slowly and it takes a time lapse as well. Mm. So let's say you have it set up for about an hour, that condenses into about 15, 20 seconds on a motorway. You've seen them all. Yes. But this one does it now so well. Yeah. Just for such a small thing, that will have you be in your pocket. What will that cost you? It's a little bit expensive, but DJI products are the best. Okay. There's no two ways about it. 359 euros. Okay. But if you know somebody who's into this... And if you know somebody, because the big thing now is vlog. Mm. 
you know, everybody wants to be a vlogger. Mm. This is a fantastic vlogging camera because you know yourself, the best camera is the one that you have in your pocket. And this one, as opposed to carrying around anything bigger, now a lot of people will use their phone, but this is an independent thing. Okay. So yeah, aimed at that kind of people as well. Okay. So this Any is... Any content creator. This is for them. This yeah. will be really Absolutely. special for yeah. them. So Absolutely. Good. And you're saying to them, if you haven't looked at it, I'm sure they're in the market looking for something like this. This is the one. Osmo mm. Pocket DGI 359. Now, yeah. PlayStation is big it's huge still the yeah, gamers still, yeah. now virtual reality you love this you've talked mm. to us about it before mm. this VR mm. starter kit mm. for the Playstation yeah. why Declan why is it so good so basically with all the games that are because I suppose it's the next level of game yep. where the involvement in the game is you standing in I don't know whatever game you're playing standing on a racetrack standing in a, a minefield wherever it might be yes. and you're actually there so you're turning around in virtual reality world so you're standing in the place, as opposed to watching on the TV. Mm. So it's the next level. Now, not all games will have VR attached to it, but that's the way, for argument's sake, we'll be sitting here next year and VR will be, let's say, for argument's sake, 20%. It's at the minute, it might be 80% of the gaming. Really? Yeah. It's going to yeah. go so there. It's going to go there. This revolutionises mm. this, it, yes. basically. It's, yes. it's just a different animal altogether, is it, when yeah, it comes absolutely. to playing games on PlayStation? Yeah, and the fact that it is a Sony product, yeah. you know, it's for that. It's not, you can get VR specs and headsets, but, you know, you kind of need the thing that goes yeah. with the thing. And it's important to say for PlayStation 4. Yes. If you've yes. prior models, no. No. It's no. the 4. Because the 4 is the one that plays those VR yes. games. Yes. Yeah. So again, it's so like anything, Jerry, technology moves on. You've got to move on with it mm. if you want the best. Yes. But this is, I've talked now, I, I wouldn't have a clue of gaming. Not a notion. But I've spoken to people who are involved in gaming. And yeah, absolutely. You put this headset on and it's just a different, it's a different experience. Mm. Totally different experience. So if you want to add a little add-on to somebody who has a PlayStation 4, this is the one to consider. The VR starter kit coming in at 249 euro there. Not cheap either, but mm. in the long term, they're going to have some experience with this. They love yeah. you for it, I promise you. Mm. Now, a couple of phones before we head to mm. a break, Declan. Hawaii, smart. Yes. Price looks good here. Yeah, there's the P-Smart, 120 euros for it. And really, now, Huawei is a brilliant, brilliant brand. And they're getting more and more the forefront now with their Pro. Uh, and the actual the Pro, I think, is priced at around 800 euros. So it's up there with the iPhone and Galaxy S price. Okay. But this one is a entry-level or a replacement handset. Like, how many people have you seen with cracked screens? Yes. You know, my God. And Lots. the price of a screen. Mm. So this one at 120 euros, it's a 5.6 inch screen. So it's a good size screen. Yeah. It's got a 13 megapixel camera. Full HD, it's 1080p, not 4K, but at that price point, it has 32 gig built-in storage, but it's expandable up to 256 gig. So if you wanted to buy a memory card, you know, more storage. And it's got 3 gig of RAM, which is a good, good processor for that price point. Yeah. So great phone if your phone, something wrong with it. Yeah. Especially if the screen is gone. And if you're someone that's still hankering onto the uh, older yes. technology, this is a good upgrade here. Huawei yeah. P Smart, 120 euro. Just one thing, when you buy that phone for 120, how does it work then with the with the phone companies and subscriptions? It essentially is SIM free, but you go in and you ask them, I want that phone for that particular network, because that's a pay as you go price. Okay. You know, if you wanted, let's say, for argument's sake, a pay-go price for the latest iPhone, it's €1,100. Euros. It's massive. I was looking you know, at it. Yeah, yeah it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It so, is. It's yeah. massive. So this is very good in that category. So you mm. buy this and then... Put your SIM card into it. Continue on. So and when you go into the store, you say, I'm on Vodafone yes. 3, whatever Whatever you be. are. 
And, and that's just incorporated yeah. into this phone, and exactly. away you go. Away you go. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Back to Apple, the love mm. of your life, mm. the Apple mm. iPhone mm. 6S. Yeah, now, again, this is an old phone, maybe three generations ago, but 6S, if somebody's moving from Android or somebody is getting their first phone and they want Apple, as we said, 11, 1200 euros now for a brand new X, this one, 6S, great phone, 32 gig, 379. A good price then. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, that would have been when it came out 700 euros. Okay. 750. So 379 is a good it's price. Coming down point. to half price at this stage. And still, even those a couple of generations beyond this of iPhone, now mm. this is a cracking phone. Oh, yeah. God, the 6S is a great phone. I had one, that particular model myself. So mm. absolutely nothing wrong with a 12 megapixel camera. Now, the screen is a little bit smaller, 4.7 inch screen. But as I say, if you want to get into iPhone, it's a good price point and a good starting point. Okay, that's success. Declan Bailey from Business Tech Help is with us on Late Lunch. More gizmos and gadgets to come. I promise you, you'll want to hear about the Clever Dog wireless security. The Nomad base station charging pad has caught the attention of people in here as well. And Declan's going to talk about these and more after the break. It's gadgets and gizmos for Christmas with Declan Bailey. Declan, question there for you from Johnny. Just missed the start of our conversation. Um, he says, how do I get Netflix? I have Sky, but I don't have a smart TV. Do I need one? No. If you just want to go down the Sky route as that add-on, he can buy what's called a Google Chromecast. It's a little tiny stick, like a USB stick, that he would put into the side of his television once he's got a USB port on his TV. So depending on how old the TV is. But then that would hook up to his Wi-Fi and that will give him the option. It's just, again, it gives you apps. And you pay your subscription to Netflix then, and it's exactly. yours. And away you go. So and the 39 said, euros that you pay for that thing is just a one-off yeah. to get that facility. Okay. And then you sign up for Netflix. Okay, you sign up, and away you go, and you can share that. We were just saying, John, earlier, with two other people, it can be shared across three devices. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's very attractive, certainly, in that one. I hope that answers your question there. Now, the Amazon Echo Spot Smart Display with Alexa. Mm. I like Alexa. Mm. Yeah. This is a nice little gadgety thing for 99 euros now. It's re- it's not, you know, the way these speakers you have, you see them in the kitchen, they're big speakers, tall speakers. This is a small little um, cube, for the want of a better word. It's, it's circular. It's two and a half inch display on it. Mm. So there's not very big screen on it, but it does what it says in the thing. You can actually activate Alexa on it so you can speak to it. What's the weather like? What's the results for this, that and the other? And you can hook it up to your smart home if you have lights and that around the house, you know, the Philips lights. Yeah. You can do it with that as well. But you can make lists. So Alexa started a shopping list and this thing takes over. But what it's really aimed at is smaller rooms. So bedrooms, ideal for a bedroom. So for argument's sake, there's, I think there's 30 different faces, time clocks. You can select different faces for clocks. Fantastic alarm. You get into bed, Alexa, wake me up at nine in the morning with or to Michael Bublé. And <laughs> does that? Does yes, it? <laughs> it does that. Yeah. Oh, I'll be looking for Kylie. And yeah, or, or, or wake me up with Kylie yeah, every morning, please. Thank you. And then you can actually, when it does wake you up with Kylie, you can say snooze. <laughs> and it'll snooze for 10 minutes. So yeah, it's just voice activated, but it's, it's a nice little device for 99 euros. It does all the kind of smart stuff, reads the news to you. It, you can actually hook it up. To your, you can act, What you can actually do on it, you can video, video to video. So let's say for argument's sake, your son has one of these in his house. Mm. You can actually video call from... Each other. Echo to echo. 
Yeah. Isn't that terrific? Yeah. With good yeah. broadband and again, in again, small little screen, yeah. Yeah. Small little screen, but perfect. Amazon Echo Spot Smart Display with Alexa. 99 euro if you want something a little bit different and uh, to connect your family as well and have a bit of fun with it. Mm. Now, what's this? The Mighty Vibe Spotify Music Player. Now, I'll have to say, I've come across this. I didn't know about it. But Spotify, which you know now, is just getting yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger. But... This little device, for argument's sake, if you are a, a runner, just give that. And you don't want to be taking your phone out. And you, you see them strapped to their arms. Mm. But let's say you don't want to take the phone out, but you want to listen to music. This little device, it's only one and a half inch square. So it's tiny. It's like the little, um, what was the little shuffle, the iPad, iPod yeah, shuffle? Yeah, the iPod that, that kind shuffle. Of size, that kind I of remember size. that. Yeah, <laughs> believe me, I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, this thing is kind of like that, mm. but... What you do is, if you have a Spotify account, you hook it up to your spot, your phone, and it can download up to a thousand songs into this little device. So you don't need a phone when you're out running. Mm. You can listen to all the music with this little tiny device. Okay. So in the gym, that kind of thing. Yes. But it's a fantastic little thing. 90 euros, you know, but if you're into Spotify... You don't want to bring phones around. Mm. This is brilliant. This is the job for you. And I'm just looking at the picture of here. It is a neat little thing, isn't it? Is. It is. Yeah. tiny, like it's really, yeah. really small. Yeah. So a yeah. thousand songs, five hours plus, Bluetooth, wired headphones. You can um, put headphones into it if you yeah, want. If you want. Or use Bluetooth headphones. Or either, either or. So yes. uh, wire-free and uh, standalone or with the wire connected into yeah. it as well. It's tiny, 1.5 inch square. Mm. It's a small little thing. You like mm. this. And a yeah. good option, especially for people who are out exercising, running, things like that. Who yes. Don't don't want to bring the phone. No. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. one there. Good one there, Declan. Now, here's one of the ones I mentioned there before the break. The Nomad Base Station charging pad. What does this do? So this is, it's probably about five to six, seven inches in width. And it's literally a wireless charging pad. So it's just like a pad. And when you sit your phone on it, your phone will start charging. So there's no plugging in your phone. Where's that cable? And then if your wife comes in. She can sit her phone beside yours. Now, obviously, the phone has to have that enabled to have wireless charging on it. Mm. All the new phones now basically have have this. More or less. Isn't this just a godsend? Are you like me? Where's the charger? Mm. Who took it? Who has mine? Where's yours? Yeah. Yeah. And plus as well, when you think of it, you, for argument's sake, let's say you've got iPhone Mm. and your wife has a Samsung. Yeah. So they are two different chargers. Yes. So now you just put them on the pad. And and it charges them. Yeah. Plus as well, you can charge, you know, the Apple Watch, loads of whatever is wireless, whatever you can charge wirelessly. You can just pop this on the pad and it will charge. And of course, charge up to four devices. You need to charge this up. There is a charge. No, no? that's plugged in. Plugged in all the time. You just leave that plugged in. You leave that plugged in. Yeah. And that little base station is there, so to speak, in your house. And it's an attractive little thing as well. It is. It it really does look the part. Yeah, you just sit your phone. God, this is going to uh, alleviate so much stress in homes and between people. There'll be no arguing about this at all. Yeah. And you can do two at a time, two phones at a time. There. Four devices simultaneously. Four. Yeah, four devices. Yeah. So again, like smart watches, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Once it's got wireless charging capability. And you just put it, you sit it on or in the vicinity, obviously, of it here. It actually goes on it. On it. Yeah, I have a wireless charging hub myself and sometimes if it's not just on it properly, but, you know, you just get used to that. You yeah. sit it on it and it charges. And basically, there are fast chargers as well. They seem to be a little bit faster than cables. Yeah. But the fact that you don't have to look for a cable. Mm. 
Oh yeah, I think this this is a godsend. This is my this is your star to me, Declan, this Christmas for this uh, Nomad base station charging pad, ninety nine euro as well, and it's a, a real good a good recommendation from Declan mm. this Christmas time. Now, Sinead Kelly, our vet, is coming up next on the show, and ironically, uh, your final recommendation today is the Clever Dog wireless security camera. Mm. Tell me about this. You have this, have you? I have this. I have two of them in the house. Um, they are a little tiny camera, about five, six inches in height. There's nothing to them really like. But it runs off your USB. So there's a USB in the back of it. You plug that in, you plug it into your, your charging port. It connects to your wireless router. So once it's connected to your router, you download the Smart Dog app on your phone. And literally it just connects to the phone. So wherever you've got it pointed at, if you have it in a sitting room, in an office, wherever, bang, you've got full HD video. So you can see the room remotely. So I'm sitting here now with you. I can see my office in my house now right this minute. And I can see my sitting room as well. But the other thing about it is there's settings on when you go into the phone, there's settings on the phone. So I'm let's say I'm leaving the house tomorrow for the weekend. I can activate them. So they're working all the time. So I'm sitting here. I can go into the app and it will show me the room live now. But when I left the house this morning, I can go in and activate either the one downstairs or both of them. One downstairs, one upstairs. So what happens is somebody comes into my house downstairs. It's in my sitting room. It's hidden away. You can't even see it. But once they breach the PIR, so the sensor, it activates. So once that's activated, it'll take three pictures straight away, quick succession. It'll send an alarm to me to say it's been activated. It'll show me the pictures. And you can have a facility in as well. If you put a small SD card into it, it will record video. So now you've got the boys running around your house and you've recorded. This is terrific. Yeah, and, and like the price point, €28. Euros. Yeah, and not, not a thing to do with a dog. It's to do with anyone <laughs> who comes into your house. You know but, what I mean? Actually, just talk Go about on, the dog. come back about the, the dog. The real interesting, which I find it fascinating, <laughs> is that, for argument's sake, let's say you've got the alert to say, this is actually mm. triggered. You go in, you look at the picture, and you see some guy shouldn't be in your front room. You can then, there's two settings on it. You can activate the mic on the device. So now you can hear them, but then you can activate a speaker. You can talk to them. <laughs> so you can say, right, lads, the police have been called. What a surprise. <laughs> what a surprise. Who needs a guard dog anymore when you have this fella? It's terrific. And when I tell you, I can't believe the price. I know, 28 euros. And plus, I think, now I'm not 100% sure on this, but I know you can hook up four to the one yeah. system, if you like. So if I have my phone, I can go into four different rooms. So here is something that can monitor your home when you're away, alert you, take pictures, Clever Dog wireless security camera. You're listening to the name, €28. Euro. €28. Euro. And as I say, you know, I got the first one about a year and a half ago. And then I got the second one about three or four months ago for downstairs. This is brilliant. Where can you get these? Online. Online. Mr. Memory. .ie. Okay, MrMemory.ie, Clever Dog Wireless Security Camera, €28. Euro. Are you listening, folks, on the peace of mind? That could give you a brilliant Declan. That is the star of the show. You Absolutely. left the best wine to last. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Declan Bailey from Business Tech Help. 087 is his number if you want to contact him. Happy Christmas. All the best for the new year. And thank you for everything uh, you've done with us over the year and late launch. Looking and forward to too, the new Jay. year. Thanks, Declan. Pleasure. Take care. 
The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors. Order your Renault 191 today and avail of low APR finance, cashback and three-year servicing. Visit Blackstone Motors today or see blackstonemotors.ie. Visit Blackstone Motors today or see blackstonemotors.ie. Sherman Gross in conversation with Sinead Kelly here. Sinead, you're so welcome to Late Lunch. Sinead, you know, the other Sinead saved our bacon there because she draw my, brought my attention that the ad break was finishing up. Anyway, that's besides the point. You are so welcome and may I wish you and your family a very happy Christmas and all the best for the new year. And thank you for coming to us oh, each month welcome. on Late it's Lunch. you come in and happy no, Christmas to all the listeners as well. We love to have you here with us. Look, we're doing this special we feature with you today because it is a peculiar time of the year for our four-legged friends be the cats and dogs primarily and we wanted to talk about a few of the things mm. to look out for at Christmas time so let's talk about the house you know the way people put up the tree and put the lights on it and there's candles lit and different things come into the house what should you really look out for? Those things to look out for, yeah, what should you do to... You need to... I mean, there's quite a few different categories of things. I mean, number one would be there's probably a lot more food around than there normally is and people might be a bit more relaxed about the animals getting hold of the food. Now, I think probably people are, are quite knowledgeable now that chocolate is poisonous to dogs, to a lesser extent to cats. Other things like raisins, all dried fruit and grapes are toxic to dogs. Are they? So don't go giving your dog a piece of plum pudding or fruit cake, Christmas cake or anything like that. They can cause serious, serious kidney damage. Um, onions can be really toxic they can cause an anemia in dogs so again just if your back is turned you're doing the turkey you're preparing the vegetables you know little dogs can be so clever at sneaking in and grabbing something off the work surface um, the other things to watch out for would be um, xylitol which is a, an artificial sweetener which might be in certain sweet things um, that actually causes severe problems with lowering blood sugar in dogs and can cause liver failure so anything that contains xylitol example sugar free chewing gum you know it's quite a common thing that dogs can get hold of that and that can cause serious problems you must contact your vet and you must get the, the, the dog seen to and sorted out and that's another thing to bear be aware of over the Christmas season have a chat with your vet beforehand all vets are obliged to provide an out of hours emergency service so either your own vet will be on call or they'll be sharing with an out of hours group or there'll be an out of hours consortium doing the on call so you should always be able to phone your vet for, for advice if anything does go wrong the other things to look out for at Christmas um, flowers and plants can be toxic I don't know if people are aware in cats um, uh, lilies are so 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 toxic so the pollen off the lilies, if, if that gets ingested by the cat, that's enough to cause fatal kidney failure. My. So again, you might be getting bunches of flowers or bouquets of flowers from people. Yes. You must keep the flowers out of reach of the cats because they are toxic. And um, Other things, occasionally if they get eaten by dogs and cats, so things like holly and mistletoe, poinsettia, um, ivy, they, they can be toxic, mainly causing GI signs. But again, you really have to look around your house before all your guests come and before your dog is free reign and see, are there things in a position that they're not normally in? Could the dog or could the cat get hold of them? Could they start causing problems? Other things we watch out for would be, sometimes people think it'd be a great idea, a nice treat for the dog. We'll give them uh, some rashers or we'll give them a bit of um, sausages or we'll give them a bit of turkey or something like that. Again, you have to be really, really careful. Really, really fatty food, really, really sugary food is is very upsetting for dogs and cats um, intestinal tracts and can cause severe vomiting and diarrhoea and can cause a thing called pancreatitis where the pancreas gets really inflamed and upset and you get very bad vomiting and abdominal pain 
pain and lots of problems. So if you're looking to give your dog a food treat, then maybe a little bit of turkey breast or chicken breast without any fat attached, without any gravy attached, just the plain breast meat. Stay away from all the sausages and the bacon and, and things like that. That's a kind of bad thing. And then other things to look out for, what we call foreign bodies. So things like you could have got yourself, got your dog or a cat a little squeaky toy for Christmas, which is great. I always say never give them to your pets unsupervised because unsupervised they can rip into them and start tearing little bits off. The little bits can be ingested and they can get stuck in either the stomach or the small intestine and cause an obstruction. And again, you might be spending your time at the vets and your dog or cat might need intestinal surgery. So any of these little toys that you've got for your dog that you might have put in their stocking, which is a lovely idea, but don't let them play with these toys unsupervised because very quickly in the space of a few minutes they can rip a toy to bits and and ingest these parts and, and have problems with them. Other things like tinsel. Tinsel can be ingested and can cause a what's called a linear foreign body can cause lots and lots of problems. So again, you, you have to kind of look at your... In the same way that when you have a toddler yep. or a baby that's just learning to crawl or just learning to walk, you have to look at your house with a whole new set of eyes. When you have your dog or your cat around, you kind of have to get into that way of thinking as well. And sometimes people would say, oh, he never do that. You wouldn't do that. But they do do the funniest things. You know, and I work... A lot of my time, I work in the emergency out of ours clinic in Dublin and we just see endless, endless cases of animals that have um, come to grief by either eating something that they shouldn't have, whether it was food or a non-food item, and people are often really surprised that's what's happened, but that that can really happen to them. Mm. I think your advice is a good one as well. It just uh, reminded me to check with your vet for those emergency yeah, numbers absolutely. over the holiday absolutely. season. Yeah, yeah, Because definitely. they are there. And they are there. If you're in yeah. a panic... Yeah, no, they're always there at the end of the phone. There'll always be somebody available on call, and as I say, you'll always be able to get help. So that's, you know, that's never a problem. I've heard of Delhi Belly in a human context, but ne- never turkey tummy when oh, it comes... Tummy, no, no, yeah. no, in a general sense. I know what you're saying, the meat, the white meat and that as well, but you're right. People are just inclined to clean the plates yeah, out to a dog or whatever. Absolutely. You're, absolutely. You're, it spells trouble. That's it's what you're saying. It spells trouble, absolutely. And you're just going to have a miserable Christmas on top of all the stress and everything else. <laughs> yes. You'll be clearing up after your dog. You'll be on the phone to the vet and it'll not be a good day. <laughs> Sinead, there's a message in there. Did Sinead mention Ponsetti as a moment ago? Just yeah, they can be mildly toxic. I was just reading up by them actually the other night we, we got uh, the kind of veterinary poisons information helpline were giving us a bit of advice so they can be mildly toxic and can cause GI signs or cause vomiting diarrhoea abdominal pain so again you might think well why would my pet eat a poncetia mm. but I mean just sometimes they do the strangest of things yeah. and another reason often sometimes when people have come into the house you might shut the dog or the cat in a, in a little small room or somewhere you wouldn't normally do and I find my own experience of my own dog if I shut her in a room where she doesn't want to be she starts getting quite distressed and so she will often start to do things she wouldn't normally do which might mean chewing things that she wouldn't normally chew so I would say you know you really have to be careful and kind of dog or cat proof your room and make sure everything's out of reach mm. so be selective in what you give them and just give them the bare minimum as a little treat and good stuff as well and steer away from the other now if you're thinking at Christmas time and people often like to buy something mm. for their dog or their cat or maybe for you know you have a friend who yeah. loves their dog or loves their yeah. cat as well what would you recommend as things that are useful to give as gifts? Um, well, I mean, if you want to go f- purely functional, I mean, I think, think of the time of year, could you do with giving them a high-vis jacket? Like, you can get little, uh, the kids are at me to get one for Cleo for Christmas, get a little high-visibility coat, which will keep her warm in the winter evenings and keep her bright and seen. So that's a good idea. Um, also look for a nice, comfortable harness. So that's better, I always think, than pulling on a collar and lead. So a harness is often quite a good thing to give. Um, or people quite like dressing up their dogs. I'm not a great fan of jumpers and things like that, but if you do have a dog who's maybe a little bit elderly or doesn't have a very kind of 
rich coat than sometimes a little jumper will keep them a little bit cosy when they go out and about so something like that uh, for toys as I mentioned before there's lots of different toys you'll find in the big retail stores again as I said just don't leave the dog or the cat unsupervised with the toy because they could they can very quickly pull it into its constituent parts and end up ingesting part mm. of it um, and then you can I've seen lots of different kind of doggy stockings and cat stockings where you've got different little treats and things and, and they're all cat treats or dog treats so you might think okay well we'll let you know my dog or cat eat all of that but again a bit like us if we eat too much we're going to maybe feel a bit bloated we might get a bit of an upset tummy if dogs and cats eat too much then they too will have vomiting and diarrhea be off their food they'll be upset and again you might have a trip to the vet that you could have done without so if you have little edible treats for your for your pet make sure like let's say for example you've, you've got a little packet of edible little treats and, and probably it'll say on the side of the packet to use as a training aid or whatever if you're going to give those treats then cut down the amount of regular day you know mealtime food you'd be giving so you're not overfeeding the dog and just limit it that you're not overfeeding the treats again you might upset the tummy with an, an unfamiliar substance we have questions coming in for Sinead and I will put them to her one last thing you know these dog jumpers I've seen them on Christmassy ones is there a danger you could overheat your dog if- um, I suppose if the heating's on as well, yeah. then you can do, yeah. And dogs mm. are not like us. They, they find it difficult to cool down. The only way they cool down is by panting. So I think if you have a, a jumper or something like that in your dog and you see your dog is panting, then I think you need to get the get the, the, the jumper off and get the dog out and cool them down. Let's take a few questions. Um, hi, Sinead. My mum told me that if you want, you can give your dog an egg as a treat. Is this true? I have a two-year-old Pomeranian uh, that comes in from Terry. Yeah, I mean, I know quite a few people um, who would give their dog a, a, some egg. I mean, the only thing I would say about I would stay away from from raw egg because you have your risk of salmonella and listeria, things like that. So if you want to give it, a, an egg as a treat, then a little bit of scrambled egg. I think that's often something I suggest to people if they're looking for something bland when they're recovering from a tummy upset. So I know a lot of people would feed raw egg. Again, I'm against raw egg just from the point of view of, of salmonella and the other food poisoning agents. But a bit of scrambled egg would be a nice treat. Clea would like a bit of scrambled egg. Okay, so that's, yeah. that's okay. They that's like okay. that as yeah. well. Claude has been on to say, my dog's tummy seems larger than usual and a bit hard. Is there something serious wrong with her? Yeah. An older dog, she's just saying. Yeah, now I'm presuming that this is something that's happened over a period of time. Um, If you mention to anybody um, in the veterinary world that your dog's tummy is suddenly swollen and hard, uh, it makes us worried about the emergency situation where you have what's called a bloat or a gastric dilation. Um, So I'm presuming this isn't an acute thing. I'm presuming this is a gradual thing. I would definitely get it checked out. If it's a gradual thing, it could just be that the dog's put on weight or it could be that there's something in the abdominal cavity that shouldn't be there. And the most common thing you find is fluid. Fluid can build up either because of a heart problem or a liver problem or maybe because of some bleeding. Uh, other enlarged could be caused by an organ getting bigger than it should be. So again, you might have a mass or something like that growing in there. So don't ignore it. Go down to your vet and get that checked out today. Sooner rather than later because definitely, the Christmas definitely. is if, if that's imminent. happened acutely, if that's just yeah. happened today, then you need to go urgently because it could be a, a condition called bloat where the stomach is full of gas and that's very, very dangerous. We have a guinea pig question. God, this has really enthused me today. Uh, I have a guinea pig and lately he's been very skittish. What could be scaring him and how can I make him happy? He's never acted like this before, says Mandy. Oh gosh, I don't. That's a difficult Skittish. one to say. I mean, I'm presuming that I'm pre- presuming that he's eating and drinking and pooing and peeing. Okay, then it sounds like something psychologically has disturbed him. So I would need to look into your just check. Are the kids doing strange things with the guinea pig? Are they playing with the guinea pig at unusual times? Has something strange happened in the house? Is there a new person in the house? A new dog? A new cat? That's maybe upsetting them. Or are there different noises? So is there maybe building work going on next door? Are there noises that are being mm. heard? So eating I mean, normally's just come in. Sorry, just as another follow up there. Mm, eating normally. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I think it's something psychological. I think you need to do a bit of investigation and see if there's something, a noise outside or sounds outside. If that's, if you can't find anything obvious, maybe, maybe move the guinea pig's cage to somewhere a little bit more quiet, a little bit darker, where it's a bit more peaceful and see does the behaviour calm down. Okay. Uh, another one. We had our cat spayed just over a week ago and she's absolutely listen- listless, oh. drinking a little but eating very, very little. Should I take her back to the oh, vet? Oh, definitely, definitely. Is so, that unusual a week no, ago? No, I mean, if you think about it, because it is a routine procedure, we tend to regard spaying, so that's removing the ovaries and the, and the uterus from, from the cat or the dog. We regard that as a routine elective procedure. But it is actually major surgery. Surgery. It's the equivalent of of me having a hysterectomy. Most women who have a hysterectomy are are pretty much out of action for six weeks. Have to be extremely careful about lifting and driving and things like that. So occasionally, in our dogs and cats, some of them can get some complications from the from the surgery. Mm. So it may be that there's maybe a little bit of infection going on. It may be that there's a problem with the wound healing. But you lift up your phone and phone your vet today. Get the cat seen today because it's not normal for the, the situation to be like that a week afterwards. Normally, cats are hilarious. They literally have surgery one day and the next day they're doing the wall of death around the room and climbing the trees and wanting to do everything. So definitely you need to get that sorted out today and just get checked that there's, it could be something totally unrelated to the spay or it could be there's a bit of infection or a bit of inflammation or something that's maybe just not quite going right with the healing process. So get that checked out. One last one is the last question of the year to Sinead Kelly. You're lucky you're in with this one. It's about dosing a dog. I'm just looking at it here. Is it important when you dose a dog to take them walking soon afterwards or allow them that they can go into an outer space or what's the time frame there? That's a good question. No, I presume they're talking about dosing for worms. Yes. So yeah, no, what will happen um, if you dose your dog for worms and if your dog has worms, then what you'll notice probably within the following 24 to 48 hours is you will maybe notice some dead worms being passed in the faeces. But there's no risk to you, um, no more risk to you from this faeces than there is from the usual okay. dog faeces. And, and dose, I think what they're getting out there a dose won't bring on a bowel motion quicker no it shouldn't do no absolutely not it shouldn't it shouldn't really affect your bowel motion as I say you, I, I would observe normal hygienic procedures when you're picking up the poo and wash your hands afterwards but it shouldn't really matter you, you can just go on as normal and carry on as normal with that that's not a problem at all ok and this is any time is a good time to dose a dog yeah, yeah I tend to say every three months especially if you've got children in the house or especially if you've got lots of dogs especially if your dog likes eating uh, dog and cat poo when it's out and about definitely a good idea to get them wormed and, and as, I say, as I'm always looking for to say to people please please always pick up the dog poop um, yeah. because it's just a health risk to everybody Absolutely and I think that's a good note to leave it on for this year Sinead Kelly thank you again so much for your expertise through the year it's been invaluable to so many people we really appreciate you coming to us on Late Lunch and again I wish yourself and Andrew and all the children a very happy Christmas and all the best for 2019 Thank you Happy Christmas to everybody Thank you Thank you very much Sinead That's a lot on Late Lunch for this Christmas Tuesday back midweek Wednesday with a cracking show for you I promise you Eddie's up next with The Drive have a lovely evening see you tomorrow The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors order your Renault 191 today and avail of low APR finance cashback and three year servicing visit Blackstone Motors today or see blackstonemotors.ie Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.